return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. And uh, just uh, uh, left Bible college. Fundamental Bible College came up into charismatic things, and, and they just uh, have been a part of the ministry for decades, uh, full-time staff for uh, some time, decades as well, the use of God in so many wonderful ways, and now traveling as well. And you've got to mention that one testimony, too, tonight that just, that just happened and stuff. Uh, and then Cindy's, Cindy's going to come uh, first and say something, share something, all right, so... Let's, they're a team, hallelujah. Let's welcome Cindy, all right? Thank you. So, uh, welcome from, from Florida, all the way up here. And what do I see? I see green grass. I just love it. You know, you're going to have to mow that lawn really soon. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I just love Holy Life Tabernacle. I want you guys to know that this really is our home church. This is like coming home. And Kevin would say it would be like eating fudge. It's so fun to be here. Yeah. And to worship together is such a, an honor. And, you know, we do go to many other churches. But there's something about worship at Holy Life Tabernacle that is incredible. Because there's an entering in and there's, you know, the presence of God. We felt the presence of God here tonight. I just love, can I see all your smiles? Yeah, amen, just smiles. Isn't that wonderful? That's what God wants. He wants his people, his children to know that even as we sing that God is good. The goodness of God. You know, and I know that we've been on a faith journey for several years now. I remember when um, when we left, our last night here, and there were many people that spoke things into our lives that night, but there were five different times that people used the word adventure. Whew. And I was really excited about that word, you know. <laughs> but I feel like I'm still on that adventure. And, you know, when I think of what an adventure is, it's a life that is a journey filled with challenges, growth, and joy. It's a time to trust in God, to embrace the unknown, to find strength in him, and to enjoy every step of the way. And I believe that's what our goal has been, just to enjoy the things that God puts in front of us. And we've met so many beautiful people, and it all started with you guys. You know, so we're, we're just so grateful. And, you know, I know that um, just a little bit of information about us. Yes, we spent the winter in Florida, but that didn't mean that we didn't do any traveling. So we've been to Texas and back to South Dakota. We actually did some um, camp meetings in Utopia, Texas with Bob Hannes, and that's always just fun because I think the guys get to ride motorcycles too, so that's always a little extra. That's a plus, yes. And, you know, and God, just along the way, we're able to stop and just to talk to people. You know, at the gas pump, 
or just, you know, in a store. And, you know, when we, um, ha- we don't have the Let the Lion Loose trailer here with us this trip, but it is like a billboard for Jesus. And I think, you know, it's like it's so exciting because people actually, they call, they text on the, when we're driving. They'll drive by, they'll honk, and it is amazing. You know, they'll go right to our website, and then, you know, they'll pray for us and, um, you know, just encourage our hearts. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't know, you know, after we went back to Florida, we have lots of kids and grandkids that come visit us, and that's always fun. And um, just making memories with our children and their families is so much fun. And then tonight, my grandson, my oldest grandson, he actually was, he was uh, born in Brookings. And actually was dedicated to the Lord right here at Holy Life Tabernacle. So pretty cool. And then he's with his other grandpa. So Grandpa Gerald is here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. It's so exciting, yeah, just to, to, to see family. And then, um, you know, we just got done with a huge ministry trip in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. They had um, three men's uh, meetings, a retreat, and then preaching on a Sunday morning, double services with another pastor who's been here before, Pastor Tim Warner, and we always go to his church in July, and they do a biker um, blessing outreach tent ministry. Yeah, and then that afternoon, Sunday afternoon, they went, they had all these motorcycles come to the church. It was just full, but they had the Thin Blue Line Motorcycle Club there. And so just a great respect for everybody who's in the service, you know. And so law enforcement and, and, you know, just a time to bless them and to give thanks for. And and these are just little, you know, little pop-up things that take place. But that's where God is. He's out there and he just wants to use each one of us on a daily basis. Yeah. Amen. You know, and I always just think of the scripture in the Proverbs that just in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and everybody knows it, but it's the way we have to live. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And there's times that we go, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You know, and I used to say to Kevin, you shouldn't say, I don't know, that's negative. But, you know, not too long ago, I thought of Jeremiah 33.3. And, and it says, ask of me, and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. <laughs> so it's like, wow. You know, if you don't know something, just ask the Lord, and he will show you those things that you might have a question about. So now he can say it, and I don't say, what's the matter? <laughs> now, you know, God is showing us. It is a rhema word. Yep, so we acknowledge him in all of our ways. And what does he do? He directs our path. And so we've been many places and done many things. Sometimes we'll sing that old Willie Nelson song, right? On the road again. On the road again. (laughs) And, you know, but that's fun. That You have to have and keep that, it says, to enjoy every step of the way. So that's what we try to do. Live our lives in a way 
where we will be filled with joy. And, you know, so there's many, many testimonies of what God has been doing in our lives. But I always just think again, and this is one I know that I've shared here many times, but in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, what does it say? It says, don't worry about anything. Don't be anxious. Don't be concerned. Don't be stressed out. Oh, you can't have those things in your life and and be enjoying it. So God says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. Just have conversation with the Lord. And then it says, with thanksgiving. That's very important. I always say, well, you can't complain and whine and be thankful at the same time. It does not work. You're not going to be able to grumble and say, thank you. So that's what God says. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. With thanksgiving, make your requests be made known unto God. And what happens? I love this part. The peace of God that passes all understanding will guard my mind and my heart through Christ Jesus. Now, when I read that part there where it says the peace of God, it's a soldier. And he's on guard in my mind. And he's always there. And he's guarding my thoughts. And he's protecting my thoughts from worry and doubt, fear, anxiousness. So, again, I always leave you with that little, remember, that peace is right here. Peace. Peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, baby. Thank you. Amen. That's super. That's so right on. Thank you. Well, what a blessing it is to be here at the Tabernacle, our home church. And I can't believe it's been over four years, but uh, I want to say much respect to Dave and Jeannie and Randon and Angeline. Much, much respect. And the dream team. Uh, Every church has got a dream team, but this is a dandy. Somebody say, look at your neighbor and say, this is a dandy. It really is. This is the dream team. And all the leadership here. But I want to just say, uh, Dave, uh, when I say much respect, you know, uh, this church has produced more preachers over the last 40 years because they've taken young people under their wings like the Bible model, and they've launched. Like, it's like airplanes at Denver International. They just launch them. And I know they just got done praying for more, and some of them just got relaunched again. And uh, God's uh, taking these ministers around the world, local, regional, global. And uh, it's just an amazing thing what uh, uh, has been produced here at the Tabernacle. So thank you for that. And then women's conferences and governor preaching at your church. I say that to people and they said, the governor, no, came here. I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very powerful testimony. Very powerful testimony. And the minister's conference, you guys. Uh, we're just so thankful to be a little part of that because there's been, over the years, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ministers that probably would have quit. Uh, but they came and they got a word in season, and they attest to it every time they're here. So, I mean, this you're, you're hitting on so many cylinders. I just want to say much respect to all of you. Thank you for all that you're, you've done and that you're doing. Very, very cool. Yeah, we've, uh, we've uh, logged in some uh, serious miles. Of course, Google will tell you, congratulations, you've just been around the world. Not that I care. I always try to figure, I give it to Avery and say, Avery, figure out how to turn that off. And he does, so. But uh, anyway, that's good. Well, tonight I'm just going to share a little bit about stop feeling 
bad. Turn to your neighbor and say, stop feeling bad. Stop feeling bad. Don't feel bad anymore, praise God. God has designed us, praise God. There we don't feel bad, praise God. Matthew chapter, uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, it says, Come unto me, uh, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I'm going to know there is a secret place of the Most High. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge, my strength, my God, and Him will I trust. There's a secret place for every one of us that we can come in and find rest for your souls. Jesus said, Take my yoke upon me and learn of me. I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your soul. Now watch this. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Well, I'm going to tell you something tonight. If you, if you have a heaviness about you, I can tell you that it's not from God. Amen. You know, half the battle is, if, if, you know, if you know, if you can find origin, and it's not from God, you know it's from the enemy, well, that settles everything. Amen. See, God doesn't have any burdens. <laughs> He, he's not heavy laden, right? He, he, just, uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't own anything. It's, turn your name and say, it's easy. It's really easy. Like, you know, how many know the Apostle Paul and them guys, they really had to find out an, another level, right? Just another level. So he's a, no, he's a yoke destroyer. Say destroyer. <laughs> so if you feel heavy, it's not from God. And so uh, you got to put, uh, you know, you just got to put some praise music on and, uh, and really realize God's on your side. You know, there's this such, uh, enjoy, the, enjoy your time here. And uh, the Bible says that. It says, uh, so many people, are, you know, are, find, your, find your supply in God Almighty. Amen. Get your approval from God Almighty and be done with it. Right? I mean, you can look for Facebook and see how many clicks or likes and that kind of stuff, but... If you know you're approved by God, that's all we need, isn't it? Right? Just so, so neat. So there's this sense of deficiency, and uh, I want you to know that that's not from God. When we find out our position in Jesus, oh, what a life it is to know that I'm forgiven, you know, and I, just, I, I love that. There's a song that says, uh, uh, it says, uh, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin is left a crimson saying, why he washed it white as snow. Right? Man, that alone. How many know if that's all we got, that's more than what you deserve? But if we, if we can come in and be light and realize that uh, God has forgiven me for all my stuff. And, uh, you know, as none of us have arrived. But thank God, you know, life is a gift. And I just want to encourage you just to celebrate it every day. Don't be dragged down by news or don't be dragged down by uh, things that will pull you down. Because his, his burden's light, Amen. and his yoke's easy, and he's a yoke destroyer. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Amen. That's pretty cool. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, there's another scripture verse that says, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. It says, charge them that are rich in the world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain things, but uh, in the living God, who gives us all things. Say, all things. All things to enjoy. <laughs> God wants you to enjoy your life. Amen. He wants you to enjoy your kids. Amen. He wants you to enjoy your marriage. Yeah. He wants you to enjoy the ministry, yeah. right? He wants you to enjoy your marriage. The Bible says that he's given us richly, not so-so, God, but, but, but in the living God who gives us all things richly to enjoy. 
there's just something about life, man, is too short not to enjoy it, right? That's pretty powerful, praise God. I know that, uh, uh, how many know Peter had to figure that out? If you look up the word fail and open the dictionary, you're going to find a picture of Peter. Somebody say amen to that. Because he failed, and that's what people, I, how many know you, get, you can't identify with your past or you can never get to your future, Right? And you can't, be, you can't be stuck in the past. But he had a decision to make because he, he failed that night. But quite frankly, how many know all 12 of them did? They all said, we're going to follow you till we die. And they all ran off, right? But then he had a real big decision to make because he had to really put all that stuff in back of him and, and, and realize that God, God, God forgives us. He gives us a brand new start. And uh, we can't, you can't drive a car in the rearview mirror or you're going to hurt the person in front of you. I'm going to say that again. If you drive with your rearview mirror, you're going to run over somebody in front of you because you're looking backwards and it nullifies the new thing that God wants to do for you. Isn't that, isn't that terrible that you can nullify or not make mention of the new thing that God wants to do because we're always looking in the front? So, no. But both Paul, Paul would have been a wash, Right? Uh, without, uh, without his buddy there, Bar- Barnabas, man, he took him around and said, uh, he, he vouched for him, didn't he? Uh, Paul was about as popular as nuclear waste. I mean, he had a reputation. I mean, some of you got a reputation. Paul had a reputation. And Bar- Barnabas, right along, every church they went to, he said, no, I, I, no, I, I know him. I'm vouching for him. And it took a long time to get past his reputation. Now, how many know for Paul and Peter and anybody, say anybody, for all of us, every one of us, we're all trying to get over something, uh, inferiority or fear or, or things that hurt us. We're all trying to get over something. And uh, they applied it and they went to a new level, right? So uh, turn to Dave and say, stop feeling bad. God has a plan for you and it's a good one. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Yeah, it's just, it's so neat. Praise God. You know, there's a song on the radio I was listening to the other day, and it says, You're no good, you're no good, you're no good, baby. You're no good. Now, how many know sometimes you've got to change the channel? Somebody say amen to that. Right? I, I was saying that at, in Wisconsin, and it just reminded me of a hundred years ago. And Jeannie, we used the same truck to move you to Sioux Falls. It was a 1960 Apache. And uh, it was stuck on this radio. Well, it's, I think it's the same one. It's been there 100 years, 96.5. And, of course, we're as lost as a goose going south in the hailstorm. And that radio station reminded me of Dave and Jeannie. And, okay, back then, radio stations had a dial that had a rubber band on it. And wouldn't you know, the, the, the rubber band broke. And so I'd get on that thing. Oh, it was stuck right on 96.5, and I'd get on there, and I'd try to twist. I didn't care if it went to rock and roll or it went to, to, to country western. Just don't, don't leave it on that religious radio station. So I remember one time I got in there with my new boots, and I literally kicked, kicked, the, knobs, kicked the knobs off the Apache radio station. Somebody say amen to that. That's when light and darkness clash. And, uh, but sometimes you've got to change the radio station, right? You've got to really, really uh, 
create your environment. You know, whatever makes you, uh, you know, let easy. Don't don't load up on all the dumb stuff. You the older I get, the more you realize that it's just it just doesn't mean a hill of beans, right? I put my hand in the hand of the man that sealed the water. Amen. He didn't come to cause the storm. He came to calm the storm in your life. Right? So we're so thankful. Sin consciousness destroys faith. I'm going to say it again. Sin consciousness destroys your faith. As a matter of fact, it'll do something else. It'll render you helpless. God's got all these great things he wants us to do, and we're too busy thinking, oh, I'm... I'm nothing but a low grade of sand and gravel, and, uh, and that's just a lie. That, turn to and say, that is a lie. One thing I've been better at doing is just hearing a lie. And I, you, could, you could just realize, no, that ain't, that, that's a lie. That's a lie. No, we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Brand new. Turn to and say, brand new. Hallelujah. So God's given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven. How many know keys unlock things, right? You can unlock a mud hut or a mansion. Somebody say amen. And, uh, but keys unlock things. And they can unlock futures. But you've got to really, he's given us the keys to the kingdom. Wow. It can unlock people. It can unlock circumstances. It can unlock doors. It's amazing what the inherent you know, uh, uh, what God has given us with the Holy Ghost. Somebody say the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you something. Without the Holy Ghost, <clears throat> he'll eat your lunch and pop the paper bag it came in. Somebody say amen. I don't know about you, but sometimes, you know, you get up in the morning. I'm telling you, there are people that don't get out of bed before they feel bad. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm telling you, their feet don't hit the ground before they're starting to feel bad about themselves. That's not a good way to live. Don't let your thought, don't let your emotions control your thoughts. Let your thoughts control your emotions. I'm serious about that. When you get into the Word of God, I've been listening now to the Bible on, uh, I'm not the best reader, as you well know. I'm not the best reader today, so I just, how many know we've got a lot of tools? You can pop on a proverb of the day. and So don't. Let your emotions control your thoughts. Let your thoughts control your emotions. And catch yourself at it. Because we all have emotions. All I got to do is click on some uh, radio or some news thing for a long... Pretty soon I just start... Like an old John Deere, I start to mutter. So... Gauge yourself, right? That's no way to live. He said he's given us all things to enjoy. Say enjoy. enjoy. Oh, I'm so thankful for that. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Love Jesus. Uh, Psalm 51, David said, uh, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Now, he could ask for a lot of things, right? But he asked for joy. <laughs> joy. Because he knew if he's going to run, if you're going to be a leader and you're all leaders. Incidentally, we're all in the ministry. Reconciling a dying world with the living Savior. We're, your job is what you do. Your work is who you are. Your job is what you get paid for. Your work is what you were born for. And we have this obligation to bring people higher. <laughs> we have the, the Bible says that we've got the biblical authority to build people up, not to tear them down. 
And that goes for leaders and everything. Uh, you just you can't tear them down. You just got to... Uh, Jesus knows, and uh, he obviously knows the way we feel. I don't have to remind him. How many of you go down that road? He'll remind you of four things you forgot. Right? You know, he'll, let's see, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed out about this, I'm bummed out about this, and then I'm bummed out about this, and pretty soon he'll go, but you forgot this and this and this. You know, you're right. I'm bummed out about that too. Right? So anyway, uh, uh, he said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Incidentally, how many know that uh, David, King David, if anybody could lose their salvation, Dave's the boy. Somebody say amen. amen. Mind, he, he, got, he takes the Bathsheba and they have a baby and he goes, kills her husband, right? And I'm thinking to myself, wow. I mean, David, uh, David was kind of a bummer. But how many know uh, that, that's how you start, that's not how you finish? Thank God for uh, David. Uh, I, I love the fact that, uh, that there's books written about his sins. Well, Psalm 51 is one of them. Whole, a whole book is dedicated about, how would you like that? I just want to crawl in a hole and hide. But there's books dedicated to his sin. But you know, not one mention of David's sin in the New Testament. Not once. Turn to your neighbor and say, not once. Not one mention. You know why? The book the blood, and the blessed hope. Oh, my word. The dying thief rejoiced to see the fountain in his day, and there go I as vile as he, while he washed all my sins away. And when we look at the book, uh, I, just, I love that because, uh, you know, he tore that veil from the top to the bottom. We're in the New Testament. And, and it's, it's geared by blood, praise God. It's, uh, he's, he's able, he's bigger than your last mistake. Oh, thank God for Jesus. You know, how many know we get about halfway good? I've been in the Lord maybe 40 years, you know, so pretty soon, you know, you clean up pretty good, you know, and, uh, we all do. And then I think, oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? You know, about the day I think, oh, brother. So I just, no, but I've learned I've learned I'm not going to go that way. And I'm not going to sit around for two weeks and feel bad about it. And I don't care what people say about me. I love you. But, I mean, it, you know, quite frankly, you just got to put it in context. There's some things that just mean something and some things that don't. I'm not going to waste my time on stuff that just doesn't matter. Because God feels better about you than you do. <laughs> he got way more faith in you making it than you missing it. He got way more faith in you being an absolute knockdown, drag out success story than ever, ever, ever being a failure. You let the devil, you know, I mean, talk about failure. Oh, man. Anyway, thank you, Jesus. So thankful. Okay. Okay. We're going to make some great time here. I want to read this. I was reading this the other day. Hebrews chapter 4. Let's just go verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly. To the throne of what? Grace. Grace, Whereby we may uh, uh, receive. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Unto grace. The throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy. Somebody say mercy me. That we can obtain mercy to find grace. To help. (laughs) Turn your name and say Help. You know, that's about all I had when, when I got born again. <laughs> but, 
you, I'll tell you, I didn't have a whole heck of a lot to offer, to bring to the table, you know. You know, it's not like when, when we say this is the throne of grace, the Bible says. So it's not, it's not a throne of the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's not a recording of every bad thing you ever did. It's not a, it's not a, uh, a throne of, uh, of uh, playback the film for you. It's not a throne of, okay, I'm going to do three quarter, and you're going to do one quarter. I mean, oh, that really stinks. Boy, that's religion right there. Yeah. I'm going to throw in my two cents, Dave. That'll, that'll get her done. Big old scale up there, and I'm throwing my little two bits in. No, all to thee I surrender, all to thee I freely give. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Oh, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. All the, all the glory goes to the King of kings and Lord of lords, the only potentate, the first, the last, the beginning, and the end. He's the Alpha, the Omega. I need Jesus more today than I ever did before. But one thing's different. I got some tools in my, in my, in my bag now. And see, he's given us all these tools. Thank you, sweet Jesus. He said, it is finished. He didn't say, you're finished. Somebody say amen to that. He does not operate on a risk-reward basis. Thank God for Jesus. We serve a net-breaking, ship-sinking, cup-running-over God who is a God of more than enough, not a God of just enough. He's a God that will fill your boat with fish and then call your neighbor's boat and fill it too. Somebody say amen to that. There's nothing too hard for him. Even you. You're a project. Give your faith a project. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweet Jesus. I'm so glad there is a fountain filled with blood. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus became sin so you could become righteous. He became cursed so you could be unblessed. He became poor so you could be rich. He became a victim so you could be a victor. He became the son of man so you could become the son of God. He became despised so you could be accepted. He became rejected so you could be honored. He became forsaken so you could be comforted. He became stripped so you could be clothed with righteousness. He became whipped so you could be healed. He became emptied so you could be filled. He became hated so you could be loved. You talk about the great exchange. <laughs> right? Help me give the Lord a great big clap offering. He's worthy to receive honor, glory, power with thanksgiving. All to Jesus. I surrender. Thank you, Lord. I love that. Let's come boldly to the... Square up your shoulders. Amen. Don't, don't let a day... Don't let an hour... Don't let a minute... The Bible says if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of those sins and to cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. So if I blow it, I just say, jeez. Turn to neighbor and say, jeez. He knows. He knows more about you than you know about you. He sees you rising up. You're sitting down. He knows every, you know. Uh, anyway. Uh, I, he knows everything. He knows our failures. Our weaknesses. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Amen. Unmerited favor, praise God. Just as I am without one plea, and that thy blood was shed for me. I will not trust a sweet and fame, but wholly leave on Jesus' name. You know, the devil hates when we start talking about the blood of Jesus. 
that every last bit of it goes to the Jesus. Amen. Every credit goes. He just hates it. He just starts squirming. Every little imp, every little demon, every little lion. Amen. That's right. Well, here, I'll share this with you. Uh, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 12, verse 10, it said, I heard a voice in heaven. I heard a voice in heaven. Now has come salvation, strength, kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren has been cast down, which accused you. The Bible says day and night. Look at that, right there. Day and night. So no wonder some people's little feet don't hit the floor before. They've already been lied to all night long. You know, right? I love the fact that, that Jesus, he, he fixed this problem here. The accuser of the brethren. You know, the devil's got a name and it's called Diablo in the Latin. Diabolo. <laughs> and uh, dia actually means penetrate. So the beginning of that first name, Diablo. Dia means penetrate. And balo means hurl. And so all day long, 24-7, 365, all day, all night, he is hurling accusations at you. Isn't that amazing? All day, all night long, he's hurling. And he's hoping that some of them will penetrate you. And when it penetrates you, then it gets into you. You start thinking, you know what? Maybe, maybe he's right. You know, then, oh, now we got trouble, right? Right? We start thinking, you know, man, he's probably right. I, I didn't do that right, and I haven't lived a good life, and gosh, i kind of a lousy dad, and, and I smoke pot in the parking lot. And uh, you start thinking, the, and how many know he'll remind you of four things you forgot, right? And so thank God that we can, we can it, 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 you've got to believe the, the affirmation more than the accusation. He accuses you. Not, so then we got to quick retrieve that and say, no, 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 no. Turn to him and say, no, 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 no. No, no, I, I, I'm a new creature. I'm a new man. <laughs> right? Uh, that was yesterday. It's like, uh, it's like Ray Charles. Uh, that was yesterday and yesterday's gone. Hit the road, Jack, and don't come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm so thankful. He got a fix for that. And that's his blood. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. I love that. Thank you, Jesus. No, he doesn't want you to be burdened. Somebody say amen to that. He's come to build you up, not burden you. He's a burden remover, right? See, discouragement can come on, on anybody, right? It can come on a, 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 a CEO or a janitor. It, it can jump on you at work and come riding home with you or vice versa. It doesn't matter whether you wear Gucci or Goodwill. It doesn't matter if you just put on some fresh makeup and you're looking fine. Discouragement can come on you. And it does. Say, turn your name and say, and it does. Got a new suit, new dress. Discouragement can hop on you. It, it doesn't favor rich, poor. It, it is from the enemy himself. And unless we master discouragement. And in this world, you guys, discouragement is so profound now. That's why people are aching on even Facebook to find uh, some 
somebody to compliment them or somebody to affirm them. If, if God affirms you, I'm telling you, that's all you need. Don't look any farther. And so when I start thinking of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me and I can walk into his presence and just we can just talk. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear calling in my ear. Ah, it's never the same. We wake up and you get into the Bible, you get a fresh cup of coffee. Oh, yeah, I like coffee. I gave up cocaine. I came up LSD. I is this being taped anyway, but I ain't giving up coffee. Somebody say amen to that. Just a wonderful thing to be in the house of God. Right, Greggy? Yes, hallelujah. hallelujah. I love you, Greggy. Amen to that. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty we're free at last. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. See, whose voice are you going to listen to? That's the whole thing. I love the Lord. I love this church. What a powerhouse. Just launched out like airplanes at Denver International. One after the other. Airplanes full of kids. And you guys, I'm telling you, you're, the, you're, not, you're, not, you're not better. You're ten times better. You got it going. Praise God. Uh, you got a reputation that's known in hell. Because of what you do. And who you are. And the weight you carry. And the truth you carry. Praise God. And uh, I just think about uh, how this world is, you know, we, we love, uh, Cindy uh, makes these bags up. Uh, when we were on Padre Island, uh, well, how many know there's a few people coming into the country? <laughs> so we, she'd make a, she'd stick a $5 bill and a, and a Bible. We finally ran out of Bible. We went through several cases of Bibles. Now we got, uh, got some of them books. And then we went to, because uh, most of them uh, are from Central America or South America. And, uh, you know, it, it's a Band-Aid on a broken artery, but it'll give them some McDonald's. And then she'd always get, free, she'd freed bottles of water and then give them a bottle of water. I'm telling you, hot, hot, it's hot. And these little gals, you know, some of them be carrying kids. And the, and the one girl said to Cindy, she, she was able to speak English. She said, I can't tell you how long it's been since I had a cold drink of water you know we're really the hands and feet of jesus aren't we I, it's just really profound you know and and we're, we're situated and we're we're at a position where uh you know we're just we're able to help some people thank god that's a powerful thing and so we're we're poised now for the biggest revival the world has ever seen and i god showed me he said you see all these streaming in now there's ten thousand a day or something but he said that's that's revival in the making, and uh, it's just a, it's a powerful paradigm. These are the days the prophets dreamed of, and uh, and I, how many know it's already started? Somebody say amen to that. <laughs> I, I I'm I am totally convinced about that. Praise God. Okay, one more scripture verse. Saddle up your horses. We got a trail to blaze. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Me too, but. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say something about Daddy Jeannie, but I, I held back. We had such a good time at Jeannie's. My other sisters were there. Patty Whack couldn't be there. Patty Whack, Whack, Whack couldn't be there. Twin brother of Jeannie, because he had his last day of radiation. and uh, But he's off to a new start. I got a brand new start. Tuesday, they said, 
You're free. And I say, hallelujah. Amen. Help me give the Lord a clap offering. Look what the Lord's done. He healed my body. He healed my mind. Why, he saved me just in time. But how many know what he does for anybody, he'll do for everybody? Because he's not a respecter of people, but he's a respecter of his word. He's busy. He's walking in the midst of the seven candlesticks. That's what he does. He heals great praise for people. I know you all do. Johnny, you all do. So thank you for your prayers and being there for people. Wow, never in history has people need more prayer than now. Okay, here's last one. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. And it shall come to pass in that day. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's this day. <laughs> and it shall come to pass in that day that the burden shall be taken away from you, off your shoulder. I'm going to prophesy this to you right now. There is a burden. I love you guys. God bless you. They lost their beautiful daughter. We pray for you often. But there is a burden that's being lifted. That's what the Bible says. It says that that burden shall be taken away off the shoulders. And that yoke, because what did Jesus do? He destroyed yokes. He said, take my yoke. He didn't give you a yoke. He took your yoke. He destroyed your yoke. Off from your neck and your yoke that be destroyed because... Of the anointing. There's a strong anointing. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. And maybe you came in and you're feeling like you've been under attack. I'm going to tell you, this is your day. This is your message. This is the right word for you. And there's an anointing. The anointing breaks the yoke. You know, just think of the collection of faith that's in this room right now. Praise God. And we can pinpoint our faith, and I'm going to tell you, it's going to eradicate, eliminate, annihilate, obliterate, and eviscerate every burden you ever thought you owned. Help me give the Lord a clap offering. He's worthy to receive honor, glory, power with thanksgiving. That is a prophetic word for you that uh, God, God is lifting it right now. I want you to close your eyes just for a minute. I want you to think about what you've been burdened by. Because the Holy Ghost, when I was talking to everybody, the Holy Ghost was talking to you. I said when I was talking to everybody, the Holy Spirit was talking to you. Now there is some burdens that have come in. You come in one way, you're going to leave a different way. There are some burdens that come in, but right now, collectively, as brothers and sisters in unity... So powerful when we're in unity. We're praying for one another. And we're asking Jesus, Jesus, would you please, you don't want me to feel this way. I don't want to feel bad no more. I want to feel great. I want to feel, I want to feel called. I want to feel anointed. I want to feel enjoyment. I want you, I want you to bring back the joy just like King David. I, I just want to feel that joy again. God is bringing a fresh move to you in the Spirit. He's blowing a brand new, fresh breeze. You're a tall sail ship, and you're going to lift your arms in the trade winds of the Holy Ghost. And God is blowing you in a new direction. It's a new season. It's a new day. God's fresh anointing is flowing your way. It's going to be a season of power and prosperity. Somebody's got a money problem today. I'm going to tell you something. Listen to me. Uh, God is taking care of that. I don't want you to worry about it. We're going to pray about it in Jesus' name. He's, he's fixing that 
that deficit. He's fixing that deficit in the name of Jesus. So remember now, you've got that thing in your brain. You said, okay, I've been thinking about this all month long or all week long or all day long. Now, I just want you to just release it. Say, it's gone. Say, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. In Jesus' name. Hey, I got to share a quick testimony with you. Um, nobody whined in the old days when the party got over a little late. That's right. Right? <laughs> oh, geez, we better shut down. It's uh, five to eight. You know, I tell you, I, I was at uh, living in Punta Gorda. So I, I, I've been getting this acid reflux, and I mean not just acid reflux, like you got a heart attack. Serious as a heart attack. And uh, I, so I got up at night, and I'm thinking, sometimes, you know, you get this acid reflux. I won't get into the, but I mean, it was bad. And I, 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 I stumbled out of the bedroom, and, I, and God woke me up. He said, I, I said, Lord, I got to have help here. I'm really hurting. So uh, he said, go out. This is the craziest thing. He said, get up, go out, turn on your TV, and turn on CBN. And I, now, yeah, let me clarify. I have never watched CBN in my entire life, in my existence. I saw a block on one of the things. You get on the Internet, yeah, you get a million of them. But it was CBN. And I clicked it on, and I said, there it is. So I clicked the remote. Three in the morning. <laughs> Three in the morning. And the guy, I think, Dave, he said, it's, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's his boy. And he looks at it. He's pray, he's, all of a sudden he said, I have a prayer. He said, I see somebody that has acid reflux really bad. And he said, it's so bad, it's, it's gotten into your lungs. And I know that's what happened. I, 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 I mean, I was just like, call the fire department. And he said, he said uh, I'm going to pray for you, and God's going to absolutely give you a miracle tonight. And I'm going... But see, that's how relevant the Holy Ghost is. That's how much he cares for you. And he prayed, and instantly I was healed. I went back to bed and slept all night like a little bitty baby. Hallelujah anyway. Turn to your neighbor and say, well, hallelujah anyway. I might not be what I ought to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be. So anyway, that was so relevant. But you know, I'm telling you, he's doing things every day like that. Every day like that, in your life, in your kids' life, and the power of prayer and the power of agreement. Oh, my word. So neat. Okay. Well, I want you to know, we are absolutely thrilled about what's going on at the tabernacle. And that God is moving in new dimensions. And uh, uh, Randon and Angeline and Dave and Jeannie and all the rest of you. I know it's never, it's always a big, big club. But you get more done by accident than most people do on purpose. And you, you literally are steering a lot of America's uh, revivals, praise God. And you've contributed, you know, every meal and everything. The dream team always shows. So thank you for all that you do. David, thank you. Much respect to you, Jeannie, Randon, Angeline. They're a miracle. Okay, well, I'm going to wrap it up. It's five, 8 o'clock. But if anybody wants prayer, we'd be happy to pray for you, okay? All right, help me give the Lord one last clap offering. That was so good. Were you blessed?
Were you blessed? Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was so good. Land of the Giants. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.